Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unashamed Podcast. Today we'll be talking about what it means to be born again. Um, we're going to look at a couple scriptures to show us what it means for us to be saved um, and also just kind of help you to understand what you need to do to be able to be born again. So really the first time that we see this concept of being born again or being born a second time is in John 3 in one of the Gospels um, where Nicodemus, who is a ruler of the Jews um, and of the Pharisees, he comes to Jesus at night and he says, uh, listen, we know you're from God. These teachings and these signs that you're doing couldn't come from anywhere else. Yeah. And um, we kind of are on the edge of our seats trying to be like, well, how's Jesus going to respond? And what he says in verse 3, says, he, he says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, this is kind of random, <laughs> for one. But second of all, we're all kind of sitting back like Nicodemus was saying, like, well, how can someone be born a second time? Right. Right. We're not going to crawl back into our mother's womb and, and come out of mm-hmm. <laughs> again. And um, Jesus goes on and says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And so we see Jesus kind of differentiate between a physical birth, which we've all been through. And a spiritual birth, which is something completely different or new, that's kind of this new concept that's coming in. And I mean, it must be important because Jesus says if it doesn't happen to you, if the second birth doesn't happen to you, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And so really the question is, why is it so important? How can we have that happen? And um, what should we be asking God for um, to make that process happen? That's a good question. Um, So... We need to kick it off by understanding what the term born again means. Um, Just as Zach said that we have those two different births. The physical birth, which we all, none of us had a hand in it. And so much less the spiritual birth. um, Because being born again means literally being born from above. And what that means is that it's a work of God. Um, When you read that chapter in John chapter 3... Um, it Jesus tells him that one is born again by the work of the Holy Spirit. And only when you receive the Holy Spirit are you born again, are you saved. And so there is no saving without the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's the work of God. It's, it's by his will and by his grace that we are able to receive his spirit and to be born again. Right. And we will, um, so a lot of people uh, don't really understand and they get confused by um, talk of the Holy Spirit, talk of Jesus, and talk of God the Father. Yeah. Like, are they all three different people? Or are they all the same being? Um, and we will definitely discuss that in a future episode. So um, be sure to look out for that one so that you can kind of make sense of what's going on. Um, but the really important thing is about this giving of the Holy Spirit um, is the Bible tells us that uh, when, when we are saved, um, it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, that we are a new creation. Yeah. Um, and so it not it doesn't just affect our souls, it doesn't just affect our spirits, but it also affects the physical nature mm-hmm. of man. And so when we are saved, what that really means, um, like Melissa said, when we receive the Holy Spirit, um, it, it doesn't only affect our spirit, but it also affects our actions, and it yes. should affect our actions. I mean, if you have ever heard people talk about their testimonies, which is usually them telling the story of their life before Christ, and how they got saved, and then now what their life is like after Christ, um, you'll usually see a drastic difference. I mean, a lot of people have come from addiction, um, abuse, all those type of things. Now, other people may not have come from those mm-hmm. things, um, and, and but there's still a difference. 
um, in, in terms of desires and in terms of affections right. and in terms of what we spend our time on. And we see that um, that whole physical nature being changed. Um, God actually told us that he was going to do this back in Ezekiel 36. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know, Ezekiel was a prophet that God sent um, as a messenger of his of his messages. Um, and he came to Ezekiel and he's talking about the nation of Israel. And at this point, Israel has been through captivity. They've been in exile. Um, they've just not been listening to God. Um, and God gives them hope in Ezekiel 36. And he's saying that he's going to renew Israel for his own glory and bring them back to himself. And he says this, it's very interesting. In verse 26 in chapter 36 of Ezekiel, he says, Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. And then he goes on and says a bunch of things specific to Israel. But what he's saying is he's foretelling this event that's going to happen, um, that he's going to put his spirit in his people. And and then we see Jesus come and he talks about that, of being born again in the spirit. And that's kind of how they tie together. And we see the purpose of the spirit here to help us walk in God's statutes. Right. And so we see that it's a clear changing of physical action. It's mm-hmm. a clear changing of behavior. And, and the Holy Spirit just really helps us to... Um, follow God Mm -hmm. and follow his word and it helps us to to change our desires and change the desires of our hearts um, to align ourselves more with God and establish that relationship with him and right before Jesus's death he actually promises his disciples that it's necessary for him to go to the cross um, but that he wouldn't leave us alone he would send the helper the Holy Spirit by, by whom we're born again, um, to help us to convict the world of sin, to remind, of, remind us of his word. And um, it's the Holy Spirit that helps us to, to know right and wrong. The Holy Spirit becomes this conscience to us, to teach us the way to go, to remind us of the word of God, to convict us of sins, yeah. and ultimately to point us back to Christ, to stir up in us the desire to follow Christ, the desire to 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 humble ourselves, to lay down our lives, and to ultimately live those lives that show that we belong to Jesus and that we're not a part of the world. Because without the Holy Spirit, it's impossible for us to follow Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's impossible to keep to his word, and it's a p- impossible to desire the things of God um, without the Holy Spirit. Right, and if you want to read more about what Jesus said the Holy Spirit was for and, mm-hmm. and when he was going to come, um, in John 16, uh, from verses 5 to 15, Um, Jesus kind of talks about how he's promising the spirit will come and he has to die in order for the spirit to come. Um, So yeah, that's kind of an overview on, on being born again. Um, We're going to talk a lot more in future episodes about the Holy spirit, um, who he is, um, what he came to do, what he is in us to do um, and how all that stuff works. So we hope you enjoyed. um, We hope this cleared up a little bit um, for you on Mm -hmm. the topic of being born again, because we often use that term, but don't really explain Mm -hmm. what we mean. And so, yeah, we hope you got something out of this. Um, On the screen will be our social media platforms if you want to follow us there. Um, So, yeah, we'll see you later.